We do have one terrible ability and one awful tendency with our sinful hearts to be not willing to reject God's giving of his word and of his son. But despite the abandonment of this world, despite the abandonment that we have given our God, Christ crushed it all by his determination. This message comes from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Ancient faith for today's world. March 13, 2022. Luke 13, 31 to 35. Have you ever been made to feel unwanted? Imagine that's how Conan O'Brien felt a couple years ago when the NBC network told him, told him he wasn't going to be on The Tonight Show anymore because on the basis of millions of viewers, he wasn't popular enough. I'm sure he was pretty crushed and feeling rejected. He tweeted at that time to his followers, Today I interviewed a squirrel in my backyard. Then I went to commercial. Somebody help me. At least he didn't give up on his humor. It can be hard when you're made to feel unwanted. What about when you're doing something far more important than just sharing something like a joke? What about when you're made to feel unwanted because you share the word of your God? How does a Christian respond? Today we look at how Christ was made to feel unwanted. And in his response, we see how Christ crushes abandonment by his determination, his determination to love the lost. And he continues to carry out his task. We'll see that as we look at God's word in Luke chapter 13. You see, Jesus was working on his way towards Jerusalem. He was performing miracles, teaching, healing, driving out demons. He was across the Jordan River from Jerusalem and Jericho in the region of Perea. And it was there that some people wanted to make him feel unwanted. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. Now, I wouldn't put it beyond Herod Antipas to utter such a threat against Jesus. But also, on the other hand, I wouldn't be surprised if these Pharisees were not just trying to get Jesus to leave their region, but to continue on his way out of the frying pan and into the fire. Because they knew in Jerusalem there'd be a lot more people there who wanted Jesus dead and would kill him. Jesus, however, we see is undeterred. In response, he says, Go and tell that fox, I will keep on driving out demons and healing people today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will reach my goal. His expression is clear. He says, Tell that cunning Herod, calling him a fox, that I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. Jesus lists the, the important work he's doing of healing and teaching and driving out demons. And then he says, I'm going to reach my goal, but it's going to be on my own time. And sure enough, Jesus would continue. He says, in any case, I must press on today and tomorrow and the next day. 
he's going to, in a short while, move on from this region and go where they want him to go. But Jesus reveals the reason why he's going to go. For no, surely no prophet can die outside of Jerusalem. If they were rejecting him in Perea, Jesus says, how much more won't they reject him in Jerusalem? If he was made to feel unwanted for doing the work of God and for sharing his word in this spot, there were people in Jerusalem that definitely wanted him dead, and he knew it. Jesus says, Surely no prophet can die outside of Jerusalem, making a sarcastic, extreme statement to make his point. But he was going to go. He said, I must press on. He was undeterred by Herod's threats, and he would be undeterred by those who wanted to kill him in Jerusalem. Despite the feeling of being unwanted, despite the rejection, Jesus was determined to carry out his goal. What about you? When you're made to feel unwanted for sharing God's word. Maybe there are times when your, your neighbor or someone around you or a coworker makes it clear they don't want you bringing up your God in the conversation. To just step back and say, fine, if that's what they want, then I'm not going to do it. Or do you continue determined to make sure that they know the love of their God, of Christ? Or maybe it's someone that's close to you. Maybe it's a, a family member, a relative who hasn't spoken to you in something like four years in order to let you know that they don't want you bringing up Jesus in their life. What do you do? You care about them. You want them to have the love of God in their life and to know about Christ. But they don't want to have it. Or maybe a, a, a son might say to his mother, stop Stop dad from telling me so often that I have to have Jesus in my life. Just can you make him stop? What does the mother do? What does the father do? Do they abandon their child who has abandoned Christ? Sadly, the, the truth is, we too recognize the times our own heart have turned aside. The opportunity is there for us to have God's word, but maybe there'll be times when we just say he's not quite wanted after all, I'm at the cabin up north. This isn't time for me to spend in devotion or to disrupt family activities. And what about your own personal time with yourself and with your household? Do you have regular family devotions? Is Jesus wanted every day in your home? If not, why? Isn't it because we have as scripture points out, this terrible, sad tendency to abandon God and to shut him out and reject him. In fact, Jesus says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you, you were not willing God had to send his word to his people, Jerusalem. Because they could not come to God, God had to send his word to them. And God does that for this world. He sends his word to the people around us and he sends his word to us. And though we need him to come to us, we do have one terrible ability and one awful tendency with our sinful hearts. 
to be not willing to reject God's giving of his word and of his son. But despite the abandonment of this world, despite the abandonment that we have given our God, Christ crushed it all by his determination. We see his longing love as he says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed the prophets and stoned those sent to you. These are those who had rejected God so strongly, they killed his messengers, but God still kept sending his messengers, still kept giving his word in love, in grace. How often I've longed to gather your children together. He longed to gather sinners, sinners who had rejected God. This is the heart of our God. He is so determined to shower his grace and his love on this world that even abandonment and rejection by this world and by us does not stop his plan. Jesus said, I must press on. On his way to Jerusalem, he would show this world how he longed for them. And just as a mother hen spreads her wings to protect her chicks, the Son of God spread his arms to protect this world, to protect all people and you, to save us from the devil, to save us from the, the curse of sin, from death and from hell. Because Jesus knows what happens when we reject his word. He says, look, your house is left to you desolate. Without the word of God, and without his protection, we remain lost and facing a terrible fate but he longs that we be under his protection. That's why on the cross, he spread his arms out. And we see the longing love of our God as he says, Father, forgive them. Forgive those who have rejected me and those who are killing me, because that's why he came. He came determined to forgive a world that had abandoned God, so that by his wounds, we would be healed. He took our place. Brothers and sisters, there are times when the people around you will abandon God, but God does not abandon them. And there'll be times where you maybe have turned aside from hearing his word as you ought, but he's not turned aside from you. He died to give you protection, security, and his love. He died for that, that friend, that neighbor, that acquaintance of yours, that person who has lost and who has rejected God over and over and over. He longs to gather them just as he has gathered you. We see one of the greatest messengers of the gospel in the New Testament, Stephen, probably would have ended up being greater than Paul had he lived, saying to the people of Israel, was there ever a prophet your ancestors did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one. And then Stephen points to what they did. And now you have betrayed and murdered him. But Stephen was there because God sent him to bring them to Christ. He was there to share the message that God had forgiven his people despite their centuries of rejection. Despite their murder of his own son, there was grace. 
And even though the people would kill Stephen, God would still send more prophets like Paul and others who would still share the word of God with Israel and the rest of this world. And God sent his messengers even till this day for you and for the people around you in this world. He says, I long to gather your neighbor. I long to gather that family member who has rejected me. I long to gather this world under my care. And though they may at times be unwilling, he still sends his word. That's the great love of our God. And we know that because of this great love of our God, when we feel unwanted for sharing his word, we can reflect the love of Christ who longs for the person that has rejected him and is lost to be safe under his care, to receive his forgiveness, and to be free from the, the devil, from the curse of sin and from hell, and to be forever protected under his arms. Isn't that a picture? A, a mother hen gathering her chicks under her wings. Come here, my children, for with me you are safe and you are loved. Sadly, the, the people of Israel are, are like those chicks leaving they were like those chicks leaving their mother only to be devoured by the vulture. And that's what it is for the people around you in this world today who have rejected Christ. But Christ still longs for them. His grace is still there. And even though at times you may be made to feel unwanted, we long, and you and I long, for those who need his gospel along with us, the forgiveness, so we can join with them and all those under the arms of Christ and we can say, as Jesus says here, we will see him again. And when he comes again, he who, yes, died, but on the third day rose again, he will come again. And when we see him, we will say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus, who by his determination crushed the abandonment of this world. <laughs>